Welcome back to the Faith-Based Workplace Show. I am your host, Nina Stiles, and here's where we focus on topics to help you develop and live a spirit-led life as a Christian in today's workplace. You've tuned in to episode 11, and this episode's topic is spirit-led seasons and how they impact your work. All of us are well familiar with the four seasons of the year, and we know each holds a specific purpose. Yet, are we familiar with the spirit-led seasons that take place during the developmental process of our lives? These spirit-led seasons are proverbial, but the process and the outcomes serve significant value for your life as a whole, both professionally and personally. The great thing about these seasons is that God will show you and allow you to experience these stages to take you to the next level. So the question leads to, how can we identify the stages and what are the key objectives for each season? Well, we'll unfold spirit-led seasons and how they impact your work here in this episode. So let's get into it. In most cases, spirit-led seasons are referred to in a proverbial way and can have various descriptions depending on who's sharing the insight. So here in this episode, and with the partnership of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to share types of spirit-led seasons that are common to most Christ followers, and some I have come to experience in both my professional and my personal life. Now, I'm going to give you a list of four I created in partnering with the Holy Spirit. The list of four is in chronological order, with the first one being Revelation, the second one is Fortifying, third, Pruning, and then finally, Firming. Now, I'll break down each Spirit-led season by fully describing each one so that you can look at each one and see how they can apply or how they may apply to where you are today and possibly a period of time when you may have already experienced something exact or similar to it. So let's start with the first spirit-led season of Revelation. And I'll begin with the scripture of Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 6, which says, Keep them and do them, for that will be your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples, who, when they hear all these statues, will say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. So the spirit-led season of revelation is when God is infusing you with revelating insight and wisdom for your good and his purpose. So what does that look like? Uh, Well, it looks or it shapes in many ways, such as receiving new information about God, his ways, the way he loves and his plans for you. To give you some examples of this, When you become a Christ follower, you did so by receiving the gift and privilege of learning about the good news, right? Well, what a revelation that was for you, and needless to say, it was life-changing for you as well. So in the Spirit-led season, 
you have entered into an ongoing period when you receive information and insight about the magnitude of God's grace while learning about his unique and divine favor and generosity. You see, as followers of Christ, we know that God is a loving God and he shelters us with his unfailing love. But we may come to a point when we may have unconsciously placed a cap on the things that we've learned about him and not even realized it. We can find ourselves in a place where we are believing God for good health, job security, protection for you and your family, right? But not stretch your faith far enough to an uncontainable level where we trust God to do more than what we would expect or what we have expected in the past. As the word of God says in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. This means we can expect God to supply our needs and we're encouraged to seek him for those things plus more. In fact, the word of God says infinitely more or exceedingly more in other translations. So God will reveal to you that he will not only shower you with the good health protection and the job security, but also bless you with those dreams that you placed on the shelf long ago. In those moments when you did so and you placed those dreams on the shelf, he was right there with you. When you were deciding to move your expectations to a basic level or or only expect basic level things from God. And this can happen because that level you chose was perceived to be not too far out of your reach. And the concern with this is that a lot of times we tend to measure God's capabilities based on what we have imagined or what we're able to imagine. When in fact, we're not measuring his capabilities at all. It's our own capabilities that we're measuring because God's capabilities cannot be measured, right? When you receive revelating thoughts that brings you into a place where you begin to see God in an obscure way, you've learned to not put him in a box. One of my favorite verses I run to when I am remembering to trust God for things that appear to be enormous to me is Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 27, which says, I am the Lord, the God of all peoples of the world. Is anything too hard for me? Right? And so when we read this verse, we're remembering that God's works cannot be measured. So when we embrace new revelations, our insight expands and we gain new wisdom, which essentially leads to breakthroughs. Then once the breakthrough happens, you're now in an accessible state of mind to receive more of what God has prepared for you. This may come in the form of greater business opportunities, employment opportunities, what have you, where you are now positioned to gain access to doors you would have never imagined were available to you. 
doors that lead to partnerships and alliances that in turn become pathways for even greater advancement. Of course, as you enter into these pathways, there's a refinement process that must take place in order to sustain all of what you've gained so far. And this is where the season of fortifying comes into play. Fortifying is that refinement, renewal, and even the transformation takes place. So again, this season is a period of time when God is renewing and refining and ultimately improving you for a spirit-filled transformation. You'll also find that you're cultivating new relationships and even new interests often plays a part in this new walk as well. And a perfect scripture in support of this season is found in Romans 12, verse 2, which states, Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. So in this fortifying season, you'll notice that God is starting to shift you into a place where you're now learning to discern his voice. And you will do this to remain on the path that he's placed you on to deepen your relationship with him and develop an ongoing intimate fellowship with him so that over time, you'll become more familiar with recognizing his voice when he speaks to you. And I'd like to really make an emphatic point here by saying how important it is to embrace every part of the fortifying season in the workplace. Much of what I'm sharing may sound as though it may apply outside of the workplace, and it will, but there's an inevitable experience that's going to take place inside of the workplace as well. And I think that we have an inherited mindset that our intimacy with God can only take place or be developed at home. But that's that's not true. In fact, most of our time is spent doing things that are business related or in our occupation. So the opportunity for spiritual growth won't be placed on hold or pause uh, because you're working. So And God loves us and deeply cares about our spiritual growth. So the opportunity to intensify your relationship with him will show up in the workplace. I mean, that's actually revealed through the faith-based workplace show. God wants to be a part of everyday activities, and that would not exclude our work. Maybe a bit of a tangent there, but I think you guys get my point. Another fact I want to state and lay out is that God wants to be number one in our lives. So there's no question that the opportunity to ripen our relationship with him would show up in every part of our lives. So of course, that would include our work. Your intimacy with Jesus is critical to him. So uh, I encourage you to embrace those moments. In addition to increasing your intimacy with God, you're now entering into a new ground for faith obedience. This part of the refinement process is necessary for obvious reasons, as well as for strengthening your faith walk. 
And you may not necessarily immediately identify strengthening your faith walk as being one of the outcomes to being obedient. But when you're obedient, we're exercising our faith and it is an act of abiding in Christ as we trust in him. There's no question that we're in a spiritual warfare. We know that. So when we make the choice to go our own way, essentially it's it's an act of disobedience, which gives the adversary the opportunity to manipulate us and to strain away from God. So when we are following the guidance of our Savior, we are exercising our spirit-led muscle, which is a critical part of of the refining process in the fortifying season. Another part of the fortifying season that takes place will be a shift. You'll find a shift in your heart where your heart begins to pull towards the things that will honor our Lord and Savior Jesus. You're entering into an internal place, I'd like to call, where you're now willing to give the Holy Spirit full range and permission to use you in any way he sees fit. And when this happens, this is when true transformation takes place. And so the next season would be the pruning uh, spirit-led season. And this is the thinning, uprooting, and selective removal process, aka severing and pruning. And then a scripture that really supports the pruning process is found in John chapter 15, verse 5, which states, Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So this is the removal process when God removes anything or anyone that will not enable you to bear fruit. So he cuts off anything that will not fulfill his will or purpose for your life. The pruning season will be different uh, compared to the loss of interest in things that you once had and no longer do during the fortifying season. The pruning season is actually one of the hardest because this is when God is cutting off things that you've grown attached to and haven't let go of. This means relationships or behavioral patterns. God wants to prune anything or anyone that will keep you from abiding in him. So this means anything that will cause you to stumble or anything that does the opposite, which is not support your journey and producing the long lasting fruit you need to receive the full spiritual growth that is essential to leading you to become who God has called you to be. Again, this is one of the most, uh, the most difficult parts, but yet nonetheless, it is just as critical as the other spirit-led seasons in comparison, because this very well will be the process needed to keep you on track during your journey. I mean, we, we know that we have an adversary who is out to kill, steal, and destroy, right? Which means he will try to cause the very thing you've been attached to and use it to cause you harm in any way possible. 
and keep you from abiding in Christ Jesus. John chapter 15 verse 4 says, Remain in me and I will remain in you, for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. And so once you're in a consistent part of your walk where you're abiding in Jesus continuously, there's an apparent reflection that you will be able to identify and it becomes evident that you're walking with the Lord and never ceasing. I don't mean perfection, but I mean ceasing, never ceasing in terms of clinging to him at all times. So when you feel as though you're in a moment or a period of time where you've stumbled, but yet you've stumbled, but you you return to him, you cling to him even tighter. So that's that's the never ceasing. And so you yourself, along with others, will be able to identify your internal transformation. And to sustain this internal renovation within, you will go through what I like to call the spirit-led season of firming. And the firming spirit-led season positions you to combat opposition and receive more of what God has for you. So the firming spirit-led season would include things like endurance building, faith building, resisting anything ungodly or misaligned with living a godly life, and then also developing a consistent prayer life. Now, the endurance building, which I'm sure many of you are well familiar with, is the test that we go through to build our strength for increase in mental stability and spiritual growth. Now, the Word of God says in Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 through 8, states, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. And in addition to God's plan to sustaining your growth, to keep you from failing or returning to what he has already pulled you away from, he has plans for you to receive new blessings because God is a generous God and he delights in blessing us when we are committed to living a righteous life, not a perfect life, but a life that is committed to him. And yet to ensure that you are equipped for the journey. Your tests are designed to strengthen you and gear you up for what's to come. The moment you begin to commit your life to the Lord, and I say the moment, your enemy will try to get you off course and return you to ways you once were and grew out of with the hopes to stealing what God has prepared for you. So the spirit-led season of firming is, metaphorically speaking, This is the curing process, right? Designed to solidify what you've acquired so far for the sake of stability and to set you up to receive even more blessings. The great thing about these seasons is that God wants to bless us. And not everyone's duration for each spirit-led season will 
actually be the same. Remember, we serve a generous God, so he may provide you with ample or an extended time frame so that you can journey through each season for as long as you need. Well, this wraps up episode 11. I hope this episode was enlightening and has blessed you. As usual, be sure to stay tuned for future episodes to come. I look forward to connecting with you in episode 12. Make sure that you share the Faith-Based Workplace show with others. Let them know that the podcast is available on all primary platforms. And then finally, don't forget to receive your blessing for today and be a blessing to others. Thank you.